Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and corporate pilot Tyler Hymanson. Get in that Learjet. I don't know. Wait, are you a pilot though or are you a waiter? I don't know. Hard to say. Depends on if I'm flying over any islands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Second episode of 2021, and we're on our first sequel of the year. We're talking about Look Who's Talking 2 from 1990. T-O-O. T-O-O. And you know what? Uh, th- this one uh, focuses a little bit further on the relationship of the parents and so, uh, you know, I thought it might be uh, fun to have a special, super special guest on. My wife, Gloriana Paz, is here with us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. And I love the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, spoilers. No, I'm kidding. We're so excited to have you on, finally, to bring us into shape, uh, elevate the quality of the podcast, you know, Seriously. all of those yeah, things. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it's gonna be fun here. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like we have a babysitter or anything. So the baby's just chilling here next to us, uh, and you know, maybe she'll speak up and share her opinion on the movie at some point as well. Ideally, not in the voice of Roseanne Barr. Oh, yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, before we move on, how about? Let's go over the basics. Uh, you can send us an email, sequelrights at gmail.com, or find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And you can please rate and review us on the Apple Podcast. Uh, five stars would go a long way. You could give us your ideas of what celebrity could voice the toilet in today's remake. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and the answer is still not Brooks. So yeah, I already answered exactly. it for you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, let's get into it. Round, round, get around. The past year has been a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. For America's favorite star. Now, they took me off breast milk, which I'm not too thrilled about, but I think I got this walking thing down. He's learned how to win friends and influence people. Oh, definitely. My social life has really picked up. Yeah, man, we've been hanging. Folks, Eddie. Eddie, folks. But Mighty's about to face a new challenge, a new crisis, a problem named Julie. Who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. My my what? Your baby sister. No. John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, and the voices of Bruce Willis. Oh, we got a definite situation here. Roseanne Barr. Who'd you expect? Tinkerbell? Did someone leave their sense of humor in the birth canal? And Damon Wayans. Yo, I'm out of here, man. Look who's talking, too. Help me. Oh. I found this trailer uh, a little bit about this trailer was like something that they must have, they used all this like footage that's not in the movie that they must have shot just for this trailer. Yeah. Um, and it's, I just thought it was interesting to include the whole thing. Cause it's all this like dialogue that's not in the movie. And mm-hmm. there's actually a scene of like when they're introducing the problem, which I got to imagine is a reference to problem child at this point in time. But um there's a shot of of baby Julie like bending the bars of a crib to like get out of it like I'm like that never happens in the movie at all weird but yeah there you go look who's talking to there's Hmm. a new baby T-O-O as we love yes play on words already Um, bring wordplay into your sequel titles exactly Uh, so let's Go to the beginning, just like we did for the first movie, and talk about the how is it animated again? Miniatures? Uh, it wasn't actually miniatures. It was uh, they built like little vinyl sperm with like fishing oh, yeah, weights, yeah, yeah. and then so they shot that out. This is looks like probably a more complicated puppet that has a lessening effect in that this puppet is terrifying. It's not good. Um, Are you talking and- about the fetus puppet? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I'm going back even further. I, like, where- I, like, I thought we weren't even to that point yet. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So, you're right. So this time... The egg, I think, is voiced by Kirstie Alley, and the sperm yep. are all voiced by John Travolta, because I guess all sperms are boys and all eggs are girls. That's what I thought. Science? Yeah. 
<laughs> Science. And this is the point part of uh, part of the movie where we're forced to discuss whether or not the egg gave consent in this. <laughs> yes, yeah. and that's another thing I did not like. Yeah, that was. Uh, why did it need to be like that? I, I get that there was a diaphragm trying to block it and everything, but you know to keep going with that, like it was, it was uncomfortable gross. in a way that permeated the rest of the movie. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah. It it definitely set a tone that was acceptable. And again, uh, you know what I'll say is that this movie wasn't that long ago, although it was thirty years ago now. But uh, it does give me some hope or or positive thinking that this felt so out of place and so wrong that we're moving forward in some ways at least (laughs) yeah (laughs) um before we go too far i'm curious so glory what what is your uh you you, what's your connection with the uh look who's talking franchise are you have you seen all of them are you a fan of the the uh i 30 years ago which um I can't believe it's it's been so long, but I I watched both movies, the first one and the second one, with my best friend. And now that I watch the movie again, it's so cool because I can see like all the kids in the park wearing like those outfits from the nineties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I really like, you know, uh, here. Um, Christy Alley's hair and like all the um, 90s things I I really like or 80s. Um, But yeah, my first impression when the movie started and the egg was there and I started imagining that's exactly how it happened (laughs) with Gemma, our daughter. (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly the same way. John Drolta came dancing in. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, is that how it happened? Like, like these guys are like in a party, like going all excited, you know, looking for the egg. I don't know. It was a very weird connection, but funny. (laughs) Also, I think like, you know, through all the movie, like for sure the director of the movie or the writers, they they know what they're talking about. Like the person who r- wrote the scripts, they really know because the insights on, on the movie, they were like so real. Um, it was nothing that it was like invented or exaggerated. Like things really happen like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, I get, you know, the, 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 the adults have a lot of fights <laughs> in the movie and I was like, you know, there were some was like, Oh, we've had that conversation too. Maybe not like, yeah. not like screaming in such a, you know, John Travolta's like a huge asshole in this movie. Yeah. I think. Justin, um, have you been thrown out yet for multiple days during this <laughs> no, pandemic? No, yeah. <laughs> how, but unclear how many days was it one or two or was it six months yeah. unclear <laughs> yeah. who knows who knows the babies grow at weird intervals i don't know what's happening there. they change into different babies it's, it's confusing yeah and it's so weird because it's like the babies i don't know like one month but then i can see that she has teeth already so i'm like okay uh, because i've been reading a lot about babies and we have a book and everything that shows Everything. So I'm always like, okay, if they're using a baby with teeth, then it means she's at least six months. Like I already know all the technical stuff about babies. <laughs> mm, okay. Also, also that Mikey's not even one, even two yet. They're just like, you have to be potty training. You have to be doing these things, and it's like, mm, yeah. do you? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt, but except the way they're doing it does probably yeah, yeah, yeah. psychologically, but gotta, we'll get to he's that. fight um, for his right to party. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about that, it's really funny because when they're showing him, when they're showing the baby the potty and they start singing, the parents start singing to the baby, like doing this jingle. That's exactly yeah. what we do all the time. We have so many jingles for Gemma that we have to record them in the phone. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that, exactly. That moment where they start just singing a random song. I'm like, that's us every day, 24-7. Aw. <laughs> do you have any disgusting... Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you have any disgusting celebrity-based nicknames for each other? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, I was going to say subscribe to our Patreon for the Jingles for Gemma album coming That's later right. this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I think that there was a, a big 
connection with the movie in that sense because I really identify with many things that happened on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you realize that you didn't love accounting? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves accounting. Come on. It that definitely was so wasn't because weird. my parents loved yeah. accounting. <laughs> it really was. I mean, because we talked about it in the first movie, how it was kind of weird that like everyone who was an accountant was like so dedicated to it. It was their whole life. But if you've uh-huh. already established that premise, then it's almost like mean spirited that John Travolta is like using it against her later because it's like that's her passion. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to make her feel bad about being an accountant. Like, yeah, it's weird that she likes it, but who cares? Yeah, yeah. That's a this is a weird argument to have. <laughs> I mean, all of them are a little a little stilted. I mean, the thing that he leaves on, I mean, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like this movie doesn't have a ton in terms of plot. It's really happening. short, too. It's like uh, it's, a lot it's of really yet. short. It's like an hour. And it's really short. And the second act is basically a montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but I feel like the fight that he like leaves on isn't even that bad of a fight. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but it, yeah, they're living in her apartment. Her uh, super neon still, apartment. Her neon. <laughs> what, well, the, apparently at one point, I think there's a sign in the back that just it says loves bras. Yeah, <laughs> that's there the whole time. I was like, what? I don't remember that from the first movie, but mm. maybe she stole it from uh, Mikey's dad's office. It's oh, like, maybe it's like the, you'd be looking at that apartment from the street and it would just be like glowing blue and pink out the yeah. window. It's like so. Yeah, dramatic. you couldn't even tell if it was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> As we've alluded to, Julie, the little girl is voiced by Roseanne Barr and Mikey is still Bruce Willis. But it's mm-hmm. very unclear um, at what point they can speak or uh, communicate with each other because at first they clearly can't like we can hear both of them but they can't seem to hear each other Mm -hmm. but then later all of a sudden they kind of can and I don't know (laughs) but yet no one none of the adults in the movie are still hearing them yeah right even though that they appear to be talking (laughs) I actually started (laughs) I started to feel like a little bit creeped out by the kids in this movie I think that they're I think that they are uh much cuter than the kids in the first film, um, both of them. But like the way that in every scene that they're in, like that, like they're like just completely devoid of any sound. These babies make, these kids make no sound (laughs) at all in the movie. There's like, there's times where it's like, they're not talking, you know, it's not Bruce Willis talking, but like, he'd probably be, the kid would be making some noise or something at the table, but there's like, just dead silence until Bruce well, yeah, yeah, the, the, the kids only make foley noises yeah, that they're banging on a plate or something like that. Just then yes, to creep me out a little bit. This, this movie, I don't know. I was like, that's just odd. It's just odd. these children suck silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John Travolta would come walking in and just wouldn't be able to speak. <laughs> exactly. Like there's no kid that's just sitting there at the, like that. So quiet. I don't know. Uh, I will say that they got some great performances from these kids again, which is incredible. Um, the The little girl is amazing and has so many great uh, reactions and facial expressions. And, and they do really get a lot of story from uh, the performances they get from these kids. Yeah. Uh, Gloria made a comment while we were watching the movie about how they must have got a baby for the for the daughter who was crying all the time because she yeah. has so many scenes where she has to cry. Yeah. <laughs> like really intense crying. I actually forgot that I really wanted to start with how this movie starts, because what the fuck? Uh, the TriStar logo. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like, oh, you want to go way back to the Mr. Yeah. Ed. All thing. the way back. <laughs> He's narrating it. Yeah. And I guess it's like that's a, is that a look who's talking joke? Is that a horses can talk joke? I like I don't understand it. He was definitely like pretending to be the horse, like oh god, oh whoa, I'm flying, oh my god, whoa. <laughs> it, like it feels like someone's mystery science theatering this movie. I know that's what I said last week. I mean, that, yeah. I, uh, that was a, a very similar moment. Yeah, uh, so weird, amazing. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. I, I Maybe it's just because I have lately seen more things with Bruce Willis than with Roseanne, but 
I just feel like sh- her voice performance does not match the personality of the baby. And maybe that's just yeah. because I'm biased because this baby is so cute and Roseanne <laughs> is so like abhorrent now. But like, I really just was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I just don't feel like she matched the performance of the baby as well as Bruce Willis did, who has now played like five different babies. That we've I seen. was thinking about this in that I think that her performance relies so much more on the iconography of her voice so at the time the thing that she was doing was much bigger and felt much punchier just because she was such a at the forefront of of the zeitgeist of what was happening in pop culture and so like now it's just like yeah it's just some washed up comedian <laughs> you know making these jokes and and i feel like that the i've washed up's the wrong term that i that was a little bit harsher than i wanted to be but uh that the Canceled? weaknesses, the, <laughs> the weaknesses of her performance uh, show more than I think they did at the time. Yeah, I, I thought I mean, obviously, yeah, she's terrible right now, but I I was not really that bothered by her performance in the movie. I don't know. Hmm. I thought I thought she was just kind of being like cantankerous. Yeah, baby. I agree with Elise. It was not um, Bruce Willis level. Yeah. Fair <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, like if you had now get out. How dare you disagree with me? Oh yeah. I no, I was gonna say that like but even Bruce Willis at times felt like that he he spent like they cut the movie together and they just had a day in the booth and he was just like, All right, let's just jam this out. <laughs> yeah, he definitely wasn't there very long. And Damon Wayans was there even shorter of a time. But if you had told me that Bruce Willis recorded all of his dialogue watching the video video of the baby and that Roseanne only read the lines in the script, whether or not that's true, like I would believe it, you know, because she didn't seem to match the baby. I don't know why. That's fair. You know, who was there even less time? Richard Pryor. Did you see see that? (laughs) I I hadn't seen that on the Wikipedia, but when I was looking up some of the trailers, there's a trailer. uh, There's one of the trailers that is like a, you know, it must've been a really early one or something. Cause it has all these scenes from the original film. And then like the only times it has new scenes is when it mentions the new baby Julie. But then it says like featuring the voices of Bruce Willis, Roseanne Barr and Richard Pryor. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, apparently that's the case. Like, uh, I don't know exactly what happened there, but apparently uh, he was offered the job, wanted to do it, and then was ill at the time, was not able yeah, to, yeah. to do it. Um, so we get Damon Wayans instead. The Ooh, recognizable you know, voice of the baby that fucks. He's the baby that fucks. <laughs> yeah. He's the baby that <laughs> Yeah. The, there, uh, again, as we talked about, that weird non-consenty vibe that we get from the beginning of the movie permeates in that there's a conversation between the two babies where it's like, yep, I was looking up that other lady's skirt and we go over behind the dumpster and play doctor. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I mean... I get that it's trying to just be like a cute joke. It's not take it's not like, you know, thinking about me who's seen a million horrible TV shows and documentaries where playing doctor leads to, you know, people having horrible problems growing up and all you know, like losing so, kidneys. Yeah. And and no, and just being like basically molested. Yeah, you know, having know, very weird stuff going. On. Yeah. So I get that they didn't think of it like that back then, but it's still just kind of like weird. And it's like, we don't need to sexualize babies and children, even in a jokey way. It's yeah. just not necessary. So I do think that, that Amy Heckerling is doing a thing where the only way that dudes will be motivated to do something, because the, the motivation of the scene is to get Mikey potty to trained. want to be potty trained is to like, is to make it a thing of like, Oh, well like you no girls will like you if you don't do this. And so I think that that's the underlying that's the undertow of the comedy here. And so I think that there was there is some satire to it. But looking at it 30 years later, it does not play that way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help that it's the black baby that's doing it. too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just think it's weird that like sometimes the babies are like act like adults and other times they're like, I don't know how this thing works. I'm a baby. (laughs) Like, oh, my sister's in a cup. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, I'm a baby who fucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's so inconsistent. So in conclusion, saying. no Gilbert Gottfried led baby Jim for Gemma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I was like, 
As soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, this is a uh, problem child yeah. universe canon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this movie. It's problem child. And then he was in Aladdin. Like, it's interesting, like how much she was in all of these children's movies. It's huge. Right at this. Uh, these few years here. Yeah. Early. 90s. And he was a stand up at the time. Right. Like, it's really strange. Yeah. I liked how one of the IMDb trivia was like Gilbert Gottfried was in a Disney movie, Aladdin. And John Travolta was also in a Disney movie. Movie Bolt, <laughs> and I was like, "What? Okay. How is that trivia? Yeah, about this." Movie? Thank you, IMDb trivia. You never fail. Speaking about uh, the baby Jim, when John Travolta is doing like a choreography, mm. I don't know why, but maybe it's because he's wearing black pants and white socks and black shoes, but it looks a little bit like Danny Zuko, the Grease mm-hmm. character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's doing the grease dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love But the main thing the main thing that I was thinking is that this man's been walking around New York City all day and he's dancing all around this jungle gym with his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the whole time because it turns into such a huge production. I was thinking like God, the other parents in that room are just like, what the fuck? This, what the what fuck, fuck is happening? This guy, I guess. This fucking guy. It was really funny too because there was like one little toddler girl in the scene that was like way try hard compared to everybody else so she was next to john travolta in every shot even when he would like run from one place to another she would magically appear because she was the best at like copying him (laughs) that scene it just goes on for so long and it's like you know now i guess it's one of the like tropes of the franchise where we have to have you know uh, a scene of it's tropes of his life yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that that too, I guess. He um, probably just won't sign on to any movie where he doesn't get to dance. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it's the dance clause for. Did Travolta. he dance in that Gotti movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. Why would any of us know that? <laughs> Gotti's Coming to got, you next week. He's the a Gotti movie. He's franchise. like Gotti's got to dance. <laughs> <laughs> Step Speaking. up <laughs> ten. Gotti got a dance. Gotti got a dance. <laughs> um, speaking of playing doctor and sexualizing uh, children, <laughs> nice strangely, segue. Tyler, uh, would you like to identify Better which segue. of us? Which of us has penises or no penis right now? <laughs> oh God, I forgot about. Just point this. at us and take your best uh, guess. Well, here's the thing. I found this scene incredibly problematic. It's so bad. <laughs> and I'm going to refrain from doing this on a recorded audio podcast. <laughs> oh my God. I, whatever genitalia you have, it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible scene. I'm like, oh, my God. People probably still show this to their kids. Like, yep, that's how it's figured yeah, out. I mean, sure. that's the insane thing is that both of these movies were better sex ed than what everyone was getting at the time. Yeah. Except yeah. for that part. But, yeah, I mean, just looking at pictures of people and, like, guessing their gender is obviously problematic by today's mm-hmm. standards. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't really thinking about it that way back then. But if you're going to have anybody be the butt of that joke, making it. George Bush Sr., it works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, like it would have been, it would have pissed me off more if it had been just like some other celebrity that people didn't think was feminine or masculine enough, you know, but having it just be like Bush. President joke. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. And it's a Bush joke. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, what I really loved about this movie, uh, we were talking about the uh, horrific fetus puppet, but I, <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that they were like, let's double down on the puppets and animatronics in this movie. Yes. <laughs> or stop motion or whatever they did for that uh, amazing like uh, Poltergeist scene? nightmare scene in the beginning. Yeah, that was so great. I really enjoyed the uh, evil bear transformation. Yeah. <laughs> How his head like slowly goes down and then there's like Wolverine claws. It's so great. Oh, God. Uh, I don't yes. know if I loved this part so much. Where's that pee-pee? We're talking about pee-pee here. I need that pee-pee. Oh, no, Mr. Toilet Man. <laughs> I mean, you don't love the amazing improv stylings of Mel Brooks and Bruce Willis? Yeah. Just say PP as many times as you can. <laughs> It'll be good, Mel. Do it. Just do it. That is the thing I remember most about this movie. That is the scene that I remember most. 
the vampire is the toilet is the vampire toilet yep I mean, that's a, such a bad way to teach your kids about going to the bathroom. It's like, this is why people have weird fetishes and hangups in the future, you know? Like, it just, uh, just like, yeah. just tell them the truth scientifically. Yeah. It's your food, <laughs> it goes through you, you get rid of it. You know, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I did like the scene where uh, John Travolta's trying to explain it, and he, every time he says, like, like he says dump or, or something like Wiz took a piss yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Kirstie Alley's like can't say don't say piss don't say dump I was like that's gonna happen that that 100% is gonna happen in my life in the future oh yeah, yeah. let's let's set out what what the proper terms are now just so that our viewers know <laughs> I'm gonna be like hey, yo Gemma why don't you go take a shit in the toilet <laughs> like everybody else no terrible <laughs> All right, so that's 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 a don't do. We established that. We established that baseline. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying poo poo and pee pee, but the way they were doing it and the amount of times that it was like repeated was just strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say dumbing things down in that way is not. I don't know. The amount of money. I was gonna. I was gonna make some other point, and then I exhausted myself. Yeah. I secede my time. I was like the the amount of money that they burned through to make those. Uh, my girl wants to poopy all the time jokes or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> With those, those three songs in there. I was like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> so much money. How much, how much money, how much $1990 do you think that oh, that little uh, medley cost? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have no idea what stuff was because there's so much music in this movie and mm-hmm. the last one that I'm, it seems like they were giving it away. It yeah, seems like they're just like, Oh, it's like this. We bought a music studio. Use whatever you want. It's like, I have no concept of uh, how much those things cost back then, but now it would be so much money. And like, yeah, you got to get permission to change lyrics and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a real shit show. <laughs> it's a real poop show. <laughs> <laughs> poop show sounds worse. I think it really does. <laughs> Uh, another interesting song that was used um which i was like shocked was uh the song i enjoy being a girl from obscure rogers and hammerstein asian Mm. musical flower drum song that nobody (laughs) knows but my family and so i was like what and then when i saw in the credits that that it was actually sung by jody benson for this movie or maybe she released an album of like broadway songs or something but it was jody benson from you know ariel so i was like what's happening was that the is that the scene where they have the baby uh, putting perfume on and everything? Yeah, I'm never into like babies putting makeup on, but some people are. I don't know. <laughs> or like Wait, so, some people are into it. Kirstie Alley's breasts. <laughs> yeah, that was really, oh, yeah. that was really weird. <laughs> they show her. Do you uh, think it was her? Yeah. Uh, prob- who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> the um. I was thinking of other, uh, trying to think of other tropes that we see come back in, um, from the first movie. Uh, and we get another amazing moment with a totally doped up, drugged up baby. Yes, we do. Uh, that I <laughs> had to pull the clip of because this is probably the part that I laughed at the most just cause the, uh, the guy doing the voiceover of the, of the like, you know, baby that's high or whatever, <laughs> uh, was so funny. Here we go. Oh, what are you afraid you're gonna get recognized? Bitchin' wheels. Yeah, it is. Why except I got a ride besides her. Here, buzz off. Here, get your away. finger out of my eye. You got a sister? Uh uh-uh. uh. So much the better for you. Your mom tells them to be good. They don't. They just poke you in the eye. Worse, they suck. Hey man, try and stay with me, all right? When I'm talking to you. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, your parents completely forget about you. No, dude. Don't say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> the way it's going. Uh-huh. See you later. I got a bail, dude. The baby's just like, uh, uh. <laughs> who voiced this baby? Because it's just like, I didn't look it up. Neither I just I. thought it was. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's like, and she directed Fast Times, so it's like, is this supposed to be like Baby Spicoli or like what's happening? Yeah, I was like, yeah. What what is the what is the the baby type that this baby's representing? <laughs> yeah, what baby type? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was unsure if it was slob baby or blonde baby in the credits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. They didn't want to put drugged baby. 
drug baby. They didn't want to put Lebowski baby. It's just weird. Like, why is he? Why is he like that? I don't know. Yeah, because he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> well, it's unclear. Like, yeah, what drugs did he get? I mean, I guess we get a vaccination scene at some point. Yes, that's true. where where Mikey's. It's yeah. I mean, I guess we should get to the point where they're they they fight, they separate, and Mikey blames his little sister for driving his parents apart, which is stupid. Yes. Yeah. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. It's a, it's the complete supposition. The movie does not bother trying to justify this course of action. It's funny when we get that montage of like all the scenes we saw, but now we get to focus on Mikey being like, nobody talks to me anymore. <laughs> Everyone likes the new baby. Uh... Oh, what what do you think about the brother? Justin was asking me like, what would you do if my brother comes to our apartment and just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly that same way. The 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 future Trump supporter brother that she has. <laughs> oh, well, the, actually, the brother was really interesting in that way, and that like he was definitely had some some alt right leanings that that felt ahead of their time. Yeah, I know uh, none of you want to say it, so I'll just say his quote. Yeah, uh, he said, "quote." I hate these damn Orientals because apparently he was the accountant for Mitsubishi, which would be a great account for any accountant. It would be an amazing job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that line, uh, unfortunately, I think is like the very first thing he says. Yeah. After opening. the door, he's like, oh, they bought up all the apartments around here or something. And we're talking, of course, of. Casey Jones from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. <laughs> yes. Oh, really? <laughs> the illustrious Casey Jones. Um, yeah, he's really terrible. And this is one of those things where Kirstie Alley just defers like, oh, it's my little brother he has to be here. But there is no way anybody's sibling showing up unannounced, like to crash a night or two is one thing, but to take up residence and to have a <laughs> gun. Yeah, and to have a gun. And she also well, gives, I gives mean, him money. He he ends up being the dumbest motherfucker I've ever seen, maybe in any sequel rights movie ever. <laughs> well, I also hate that like he's somewhat proven right that he should have had the gun by the end of the no, movie. No, he's not, because why the hell did he chase the burglar instead of watching the kids? Yeah, but the yeah. fact that there was a burglar in that moment and he technically had a gun, but he is too dumb to know it. Uh, and like it was it was like a it was like a bad season of television where like they're like there's a C plot where there's a cat burglar coming around like someone mentioned yeah. it four scenes earlier remember that's true. so that's why he's here and it's like wait he's just hitting every high rise in the neighborhood like what the fuck well as we mentioned it was glowing bright so he probably was like oh, that's yeah. right yeah well he loves bras so <laughs> yeah. i don't know there's just so many like dropped threads I, I don't know like i found it like interesting when he when mikey destroys the penguin um and then she finds it later and like vows to get revenge but then it just no, nothing ever happens and um do you have a clip i do have a clip because this was Let's my favorite part uh th- th- this is my favorite performance from the baby like the face that they get when she's mm. like as god is my witness <laughs> it was pretty great now i remember He killed my friend. As God is my witness, I'm going to learn to walk and get the hell out of here. This baby knows the concept of murder. And is a fan of Gone with the Wind. That's right. (laughs) There's also like in the background of many shots in their living room, there's like a toy Ferris wheel in which I'm guessing Mikey has stuff has um, stacked severed doll heads on each uh, car of the Ferris wheel. And I'm like, where's that story? Like, I want to see the story (laughs) where he's turned out to be a disturbed child that's ripping the heads off of all of the toys. Yeah, it's called Toy Story. Child therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Toy Story and Tom yeah. Hanks and uh, Tim Allen teach him a lesson. They do. <laughs> uh, we also get another. Um, we also get another uh, John Travolta fantasy sequence. Mm. Oh yes, this sequence is amazing. Which yeah, uh, it's like the end of Cruel Intentions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which uh, send us an email or rate and review us if you want us to do those movies. That's right. <laughs> um, 
the things that he's doing in the movie in the fantasy thing that she's like upset about are really funny too. And I'm wondering like, do you, do you guys think that he was doing the voice of the lady or something? Because the, voice, <laughs> because the, I, I, I have a clip of this as well because her voice is like, you know, dubbed over so terribly that I'm like, it's gotta be some joke or something, but listen to the very end of this. Uh, this is the very end of the sequence. What, what John Travolta says, I thought was just really funny. How dull. I mean, you have to have some fun in life. You know what our idea of living dangerously would be? Forget one of her vitamins. <laughs> what a snail. Hey, let's go get some pork. <laughs> He's like, Hey, let's go get some pork. <laughs> <laughs> End of He's, fantasy. He is driving a like not even like a muscle car, like a vintage <laughs> farm truck <laughs> with Tennessee plates. And he's smoking a cigarette and he's drinking while he's driving. And he's like, Yeah, like she'd never let do these things. She'd say that this would give me liver cancer and these would give me emphysema. And then he's just swerving in and out of traffic. <laughs> yeah. Like deliberately driving towards the oncoming traffic. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was John Travolta that did it, because if you've seen Hairspray, you know, he just loves to do a lady voice whenever yeah, he can. It was just such an odd, like it didn't sound like a real person. That's why I was no. like, mm, okay. It was John Q. Lady. John Q. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> There's also like, more peanuts sponsorship in here there's popeye <laughs> we got um a peewee herman That's doll right. which like what kid yeah. had that i i don't know oh kids had that Ugh. okay um <laughs> well. but yeah just a lot of there's like some product placement in that way but also like they definitely weren't gonna pay for any like disney or looney tunes cartoons to be mentioned so like when the little kid is watching cartoons and they argue about whether he has to go to bed. They're showing like an awful, terrifyingly <laughs> racist Fleischer brothers, yeah. old timey ghost yeah. animation. And then later when they're at the movie theater, they're trying to choose between a Schwarzenegger movie and Betty Boop. And I'm like, there is no Betty Boop <laughs> playing in movie theaters in 1990. Okay. Betty Boop has not played on a big screen since like you know 1952 or it something is, it is kind of funny how this movie does have like some subtle dunks on action movie canon with bruce willis voicing a baby and there's a sylvester stallone and schwarzenegger reference in it oh yeah it's like the new sly <laughs> the new sly also yeah. justin you used to work at a movie theater right i did yeah would you have fallen for those hijinks uh no <laughs> i never would have been like well, it did, the hijinks didn't even make sense. Like, why would he? Uh... Yeah, the, the theater be like, please don't bring your baby into the theater. Yeah, but like, why did the guy give him popcorn and then just not let him pay? It's like, I don't know. It, didn't he give him the popcorn bucket as well? <laughs> no, I think he picked one up out of the trash and said, oh, my kid spilled it. And then they were screaming. And so he felt refilled it just to make him uh, go away. Yeah. I was just like, what do you think we were going to see? Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an Arnold movie. It was Total yeah. Recall, wasn't it or something? Oh, I didn't see what one. Last action hero. Yeah. I don't Boy. know. I wouldn't have fallen for it. <laughs> You're like, likely story, dad. Nice try. Babies that talk. <laughs> Wait, you can hear them talking? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, who's so talking? <laughs> two. <laughs> Look. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Justin, last week I asked you, uh, nay, demanded that you tell us who Gemma's voice would, what celebrity would play oh. her voice. Did you think about it? I didn't think about it. I'm sorry. Aww. Gloria, do you know? Uh, no, that's that's hard. I need another chance. I, I totally forgot. I'm sorry. All right. Next week. That's your. Well, guess homework. what? There's another movie. <laughs> 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 that's right. There's more coming. Uh, what, what other things did you like about it, Glory? Um, well, I really, really, really liked the girl, the baby girl, Julie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she was so cute, but she was crying a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't remember, the, uh, Justin. Do you remember some part that I was like excited about? Um, we liked the cute ending of them walking together in the. <laughs> in the park and did you guys stay uh all the way through yes. to the end credits <laughs> yes i did because <laughs> there was like yeah. a little stupid thing at the end there was there's a very a funny part where there's like this kid that is like a bully and then mikey starts like 
fighting with him. Yeah. That I think that was that scene was really funny. Which part was that? I don't remember. Um, it was like a fantasy before she was even born of like you have to be oh. a big brother now and he he thinks yeah. he sees this like punk baby. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that whole fantasy sequence where they go to FAO Schwartz yeah. and then there's like yeah. New York Street like Jason takes Manhattan babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but get, it's not get, on a boat at all, so I was confused. Yeah, they get attacked. <laughs> that was that yeah. that was funny. I remember that. Also watching this movie, I feel like I had well, I felt some nostalgia or something because i saw so many scenes where they were like in a restaurant or at the movies or uh at the park with the babies and i'm like oh my god we need to go out uh mm, at yeah. least take her out in the stroller in the parking lot or something because uh the baby you know she's gonna grow and she's gonna lose a year of her life being at home yeah inside yeah. i know it was like even when you were like oh they, they found like crack pipes and it's like i'll take crack pipes like that's fine like i'll do, take all the crack pipes at the park just let me go out the fuck outside my god i know yeah and there's so many scenes of the friends just like eating lunch and talking about yeah I'm yeah. Like, uh, yeah you can't do any of that fun stuff uh do we all were you um i don't know if anybody here is actually afraid of flying but were you was the were those fears bolstered by learning that nobody at airports watches the weather (laughs) (laughs) and they let uh you know Crazy ladies just run around. Yeah, this is oh, yeah. clearly pre-9-11. She just <laughs> yeah. ran onto the plane. Yeah. So the plot of this, what happens is that she realizes that she can't, you know, that John Travolta, she has the same epiphany that she has in the first movie um, and uh, has to chase that. John Travolta's out. He's going to go fly a plane. And Hurricane John, I believe they say, is uh, is is stirring up. And she tries to call the the airport and the guy is not helpful but he's, she's like thank you very much Gloria, Gloria oh, yeah. commented on that he was such a dick and she was being so nice on the phone she's being, it was almost <laughs> as if that audio was recorded separately yeah. <laughs> she was so polite I was like what yeah it's like that dude literally told you nothing. Uh, <laughs> then she had to drive straight and she gets on the runway runs into a plane and he's like yeah they check the weather and then <laughs> He gets grounded right before she goes, and she's like, "See, I was right." And it's like he would have stopped anyway. He didn't have to do anything. But now they love each other again. Uh, They love each other until her brother sets all of their children on fire. (laughs) I mean, I thought they actually underplayed how extraordinary it was that that baby rolled the other baby out of the apartment down the elevator and they didn't even like say like oh my god oh you're my a god. hero yeah. like you know, yeah. like they're just like oh great <laughs> they don't even they don't even take a beat they're just like get them outside i'll call the fire department <laughs> i mean yeah it was like extraordinary what this kid did like yeah. he pushed the whatever it is through the flames so that they could get out and then use the elevator. It would have, it would have made local news and then made national news two days later. (laughs) And Uh, all they can do is argue about who's the one that actually bought that fire extinguisher. (laughs) No, they're meant to be, they get to joking about it so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. There are a couple that's meant to be, uh, I was just like, dang, the fire looks so close to these babies in this scene. I don't know uh, the hot how, stuff. They, how they set that up, but uh, it was very convincing. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this looks illegal. What's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess what we're talking about is the brother's there. He's babysitting while she ran to the airport. And there's a cat burglar that was mentioned four scenes earlier that's there. He has a gun that we've seen five times. And when the burglar tries to leave after stealing absolutely nothing, uh, the brother chases him down the fire escape, down the window, and he was in the middle of cooking. And so the apartment catches on fire. Idiot. Idiot. But, you know, since the brother... And her accountant friend are both single. They should just end up together because yeah, yeah they met once. They're the both single. Ticking. Yeah, that's those them the rules. I did love her friend's stories about all the different like reasons why she was like, wait a minute, the, the guy just makes this face, and I'm like, am I going to be looking at this face for the next seventy years? <laughs> yeah, he's something really disgusting, like a chili dog. Yeah, and I was like, Ugh. 
<laughs> I, just, I did think that was really funny. But, uh, um, should we do the child star check-in? Let's Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. I want to know where what's up, what these babies are up to. I unfortunately couldn't find all of them, um, <gasps> but we found some of them. So a lot of them, like I said, had very um, generic names, and so I could not find them, sadly. But I did find Georgia Keithley, who was Julie at four months, and she is a self-described wife and stay-at-home mom of two and her dad is the singer of canadian rock band doa does that mean anything to you Mm, no okay well he's a big deal in canada i guess um and then newborn julie nikki graham is corporate counsel for several metal companies in canada and then heavy metal (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe. For DOA? Some totally metal <laughs> So then uh, Eddie, the Damon Wayans character, the only black yeah. baby in this movie, which made him easy to find because uh, there weren't that many black people in Canada then. Uh, but his name is Danny Pringle, and he is a physiotherapist with a sports rehab practice in nice. Canada. And then Mikey uh, was re- only one baby in this movie. They didn't do the twins thing. They wow. didn't have multiple. Wow. So his name is Lauren Sussman, and he is an investment advisor at BMO Nesbitt Burns. Ooh. His name isn't like think- Lauren, leave me alone, Sussman. <laughs> Stop no. talking to me about, look who's talking. Not this time, no. <laughs> Do you think um, that the physical therapist whose last name is Pringle, uh, his on his business cards, says once you pop, you can't stop? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Or when you pop, we'll make yeah. it stop. Yeah, <laughs> when, you, when you pop, we'll make it stop. That's better. See, it's that's cool. why we you, workshopped it. That's why you do drafts, my I mean, friends. If he, if he doesn't, he should. Uh, and he, finally, <laughs> punk baby uh, was Jimmy Galliota, who is the brother of Michael Galliota, who was the lead kid in The Jersey, that show where the kids would put on the magical jersey and then become different sports figures on Disney Channel. Remember uh, that show? I don't know the show. Anyways, he unfortunately passed away from heart problems oh. in 2016. I do kind of remember that making headlines. But uh, Jimmy is doing fine, and he is an IT consultant uh, in Santa Monica. Oh, nice. And that's it. I didn't find the main Julie that everybody wants to know about because that's crazy. she has a very common name. What, what was her name? The baby's name? Uh, I didn't write it down because I couldn't find her, but I spent a lot of time Googling it. Dang. Julia Gulia. Julia yeah. Gulia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think that that's it. I mean, it feels light, but this movie it was really uh, short. doesn't have a lot to dig into. I mean, it, it, it kind of covers the same ground as the first movie. <laughs> except, well, except yes. like has a lot of like unfortunate ways that these people deal with the first uh year of first two years of their marriage and i mean i'm not yeah. married so i don't know you guys are newlyweds i don't know like i don't maybe you've had some of these same fights obviously not to that degree oh no, yeah it hasn't been that crazy yeah <laughs> we have something that every time there's like a discussion about something we end up well at least i end up laughing uh yeah, I don't That's know. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glory, do you get mad when Justin wants to read his music supervision magazines? <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, my no. brother's here and he reads all the magazines and hides them before we even get shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only get mad when, well, it's not that I get mad, but I have to, you know, he's like just walking through the apartment, like leaving stuff, like a sweater mm. in here and a glass in here, and I'm like behind him picking everything up. (laughs) I, I can, I glory. I will tell you that when he was complaining about like, he put this back here half eaten and like, why put this back? It's like, nothing was thrown away. Abby just leaned forward and was staring at me for that entire scene. (laughs) See? Yeah. Everyone can relate to something. And I was like, whatever do you mean? (laughs) It's not like I have a gun. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the movie was kind of short. Do you know how long it was? Uh I didn't actually look. The total right said an hour and seventeen minutes, but that includes the credits. So Yeah. So Whoa. it's so short and 
it ju- I just felt like all the characters were overcrowded. Like I almost didn't get enough of anybody um, in the first movie. It's very clear that like Kirstie Alley and Mikey are the main characters. We were in her head all the time. We see all these fantasies of hers and we hear his thoughts. But in this one, it's like you've got stuff with just John Travolta. You've got the brother and the friend and the parents and Julian, like Julie and Mikey. I feel like don't get enough time. We don't get to see them together enough. Um, and we don't I feel like we don't really see either parent enough with yeah. Julie. Yeah, it was weird for them to do a backdoor pilot of the potty training episode of Mikey learning how to use the bathroom with uh, a couple other B stories from various episodes of the TV show. <laughs> I think it's weird that like, uh, yeah, why? I mean, did she did they mention that she had a brother in the last movie? No. OK, yeah, because I was like, I, I feel like you could have done all almost all the same stuff without the brother character at all. So. All of this being said is that for all the sequels that we've talked to talked about bringing in some other family member classic mm-hmm. doing, you know, rehashing the same plot points. Classic. I will say that they, as much as I think Beethoven was one of the bigger violations of these families learn all these lessons in a movie and then they completely reset. And <laughs> yeah. like this does that, but it is not as egregious as uh, Beethoven or Poltergeist or some of those other movies where it's just like, let's just completely spoil this dynamic because, you know, we don't have better ideas for our screenplay. Also, what happened to Abe Vigoda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. He wasn't dead yet. Like he didn't die till way later. And they only mention John Travolta's mom. They don't mention yeah. the grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Super weird. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll see see some of them in the next one. Yeah, I guess. Um he, so as doing a good it's burger. Up, it's come up several times before that uh Justin and I are older siblings and Tyler is a baby sibling. I'm Glory, baby. I know you're also an oldest sibling. Um, do you guys remember from stories your parents have told you or whatnot of like how you were when your younger sibling came around. There's a famous. Oh, well, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Do you know what effect you had on your brother? There is a family video of (laughs) uh, my brother dancing around to I'm so excited. And I'm a little baby, (laughs) like on the ground, like I can't even roll over. And he's dancing around with his teddy bear, which is Teddy. And it's a photo. It's a video of my parents just filming it. And he's just dancing around me, shoving the bear in my face, just (laughs) dancing around, shoving the bear in my face. And it's this horrifying video where I'm like, why did you let him do this? (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that kind of sums it up. (laughs) All right. That's amazing. How about you guys? Me? You go. Okay. In my case, the experience was a little bit different because I'm, I am 10 years older than my sister and 12 years mm-hmm. older than my brother. So it was like, uh, for example, my mom was like so busy working. And mm-hmm. I remember I used to go to to, to their kinder. Uh, meetings with teachers and everything like things that my mom should have been doing at that time yeah so i felt like yeah i was like taking care of them a lot at home that's nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) what about you uh, justin i think you and jordan are similar apart in age to me and my brother do you remember how you were yeah i mean i don't uh i don't remember specifics like you know really young but I, i i know my my brother and i have always for the most part, I think had a pretty good relationship. Like, you know, I consider him my friend and, and, uh, he's friends with a lot of my friends and I'm friends with his friends. Um, allegedly, allegedly <laughs> so you were jealous when the baby came. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I do, uh, there like, like Tyler, there is a, uh, video evidence of me like at one of my birthday parties or something like opening presents and then Jordan like playing with something immediately that I had just opened and me being like, Jordan, that's mine. Like, stop it. Like my, <laughs> like he keeps like touching my stuff. Uh, this is my birthday. Um, oh, no. So I think there was some of that, but I don't think I was actively like, you know, mean to my brother all the time or anything, <laughs> but it was my birthday. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> We've watched videos of Justin when he was a kid and I feel like Jordan was always like admiring him so much because Aww. it's always like, 
just in opening presents and Jordan being like this, like, <laughs> yeah, like, what look, is it? Yeah, like yeah. looking at you as his older brother. I don't know. It's Aww. really cute. Yeah. This one I'm thinking of uh, was when he was a lot younger and just not even knowing, like he was just playing with stuff and not, yeah. not out of malice or anything. <laughs> like, That's my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle submarine. That's right. Get out of here. My parents, uh, um, my family didn't have a lot of video. I don't know. It just wasn't like a priority or they didn't spend money on it. So there's not too many videos. Um, but and perhaps my mom is remembering all of it with rose colored glasses. But she seems to remember that I was like, you know, the perfect angel that was trying to do everything to like take care of my brother. There, I had no jealousy whatsoever, according to her. And the big thing that every that I was famous for doing was speaking for him. Like I would just be like, oh, baby Damon wants a cuppy juice. And they'd be like, well, <laughs> do you also want a cuppy juice? We're like, yeah. Like, you know, like, like, oh, like, no, you don't know what I will take 15% of his cuppy juice. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like, I would just be like, oh, uh, he's tired. He wants to go to bed. <laughs> like, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. So that's what I did, apparently. Yeah. We, uh, we all seem like we were uh, good siblings for the most part. <laughs> At least when we were little. No, yeah. <laughs> we have the my brother and I have the weird thing where he's two years older than me, but my birthday is the seventh of July and his birthday is the eleventh of July. So I am younger, but my birthday comes first. Ah. And so a lot of the times we would just do joint birthday things on his birthday. Womp womp. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yep <laughs> god forbid we ever get to the sequel rights series about high school teenage siblings because no one wants to talk about those stories <laughs> we went to different high schools so huh? oh that's nice oh, interesting of your parents yeah <laughs> so what's our rating tyler oh man uh i would say how many <laughs> Dream sequence servings of pork would you give? <laughs> Look who's talking to TOO. Okay. Also, um, I'm going to give it uh, five servings of dream pork. Uh, I just uh, didn't like this one as much as the first one. Like we've said, the girl is very cute, but I didn't really like Roseanne's voice performance. And overall, with the story and the writing, I just thought everything was too crowded. Like there was way too much going on for the short amount of time. And we didn't get as much time with the characters that I would have liked to see more of. And there was too much time spent on mostly the brother. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and, and yeah, there's just like weird things that I'm like, these kids are going to have weird hangups about going to the bathroom and <laughs> sex, gender stuff. And I don't Mel know. Brooks. <laughs> and it's not like I'm some expert, but I'm just I, like my gut feeling is like, this is not great. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm torn. I want to give it five, but I, I think I'm going to give it four. But there's a part of me that's like. It's impressive that this movie was turned around in a year. Like That's when, the, like it's like we're at this time where sequels were just rushed out, and you know, scheduling and everything else. Like it's incredible. It also feels like one of those things where the writer could have just written the script and handed it to literally anyone to shoot. <laughs> um, so I think it's a pretty tame and unambitious sequel however i don't think that it commits a lot of the same sequel crimes while still committing those crimes i guess they're not as egregious as we usually see mm -hmm. and so it makes it that it's more or less harmless and not actively dismantling the yeah. joy of the first movie um and kind of understanding all those forces i'll give it a five like i think that it's perfectly fine i think that they they don't have the same chemistry, but they're still playing the same characters and it mostly works uh, despite it being 30% filler. You talked yourself up. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to also give it five uh, slices of dream pork. <laughs> um, the uh, Yeah, I, I think I, I feel like this movie is like, yeah, like you guys said, totally okay, totally fine. We've definitely seen worse sequels. Mm -hmm. I did like that it advanced the relationship um, into some different territory. And we did get, you know, like with the, with the new baby, we did get to see some, you know, baby milestone things that we didn't see in the first film. Like you mentioned the vaccines thing and there was more of a big deal made about her walking and everything. Um, 
so I thought those were fun to see. And I thought the, yeah, I thought the baby performances were probably actually better than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a five, five for me. Um, I would say six uh, slices of dream, dream pork. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, the insane thing I said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was entertaining. I didn't get bored or anything during the whole movie. And I was able to identify a lot with the mom. Um, and, you know, like, many many parts because i'm new with you know the whole being a mom thing so yeah uh, i really like that part nice yeah I'm, there's absolutely something to be said that amy heckerling is still directing these movies there are scenes and points of view that would not come from you know somebody if some dude had made these movies oh yeah yeah for sure uh glory did you watch the first one when justin was watching it yeah too? i did i did oh, okay did you like that one more or less or the same I like the first one more, but mm. I like that there's a girl in the second yeah. movie. So, sure. I, yeah, I can just, you know, I'm in love with Gemma. So I, I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> we had a weird uh, time traveling Hulu situation uh, when we oh, went yeah. to go. We went to go watch the movie on Hulu and it was like, you know, I didn't watch the first movie on Hulu, but it was like, look who's talking has been watched completely. Look who's talking to has been watched completely. And look who's talking now had been watched like halfway through. And I was what? like, what? <laughs> Who's doing this? Are you sharing an account with your mom or something? Uh, we are, but they have their own profiles, but who knows? Oh, yeah. Look who's watching. Look who's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was super weird. Um, before we move on to uh, talk about next week's episode, though, I did, I did want to briefly check in with our friends at commonsensemedia.org. Oh, boy. Uh, there, you know, unfortunately I, I, I dipped in here hoping that there were some hilarious reviews again this time, but, uh, there were not, uh, but I did like their hilarious, like super matter of fact rundown of all the oh. offensive content in the movie. Uh, so here's what they say, uh, under what parents need to know. It says there's lots of sexual innuendo and gender stereotyping. Sexual content includes an animated sequence showing conception and a fetus in the womb that talks in voiceover. Uh, the fetus wraps the umbilical cord around its neck and makes a joke about it and an emergency cesarean is performed that shows a doctor's bloody gloved hand several times oh no lots of strong language including OJ yeah (laughs) (laughs) lots of strong language including fuck shit and dick face lots of (laughs) lots of potty language too like poo poo and dump (laughs) Toddlers talk like adults bragging about sex. Uh, little kids may be scared by the toys that transform into monsters in the dark and by the toilet monster. Um, a toddler picks up a glass pipe in the park and his mom says it's a crack pipe. Uh, a fantasy sequence glamorizes smoking and drinking while driving as cool and rebellious. And then it says... There's it does a- it? <laughs> So cool. Man, he was so cool in that scene. Uh, and then it just says there's a burglary. A man brandishes a gun several times, one punch in the face, and a fire with babies in danger. <laughs> it's like the, the way they describe those things is so weird. Um, one fire, babies in danger. And it says one punch in the face. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> right. so traumatic for kids to see. Uh, well, if it was two punches, you couldn't watch it. But two punches in the face. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed one for that MPA rating, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, I love this. This is my new favorite thing. Looking up the common sense media. I saw as website. I was scrolling through research for this that it had like two stars on common sense, and I was like, hey. I'm not even going to click on it because I know Justin's got it covered. <laughs> So we're almost at the end here. Gemma did not make an appearance. She's, I know. Has she been quiet the she whole was time? A, she was awake briefly. And we have her in this rocking chair next to us, and she was awake and looking around for a bit, and I was like, this is like right... Right when we were, this is like right when we were starting, and I was like, she's going to cry immediately as soon as we start talking. Uh, but then she um, she went back to sleep, so we, we lucked oh, out. Man. Also, I've been asking Justin to check on her breathing because it's weird that she hasn't made any noise yet. She's <laughs> fine. I can't move. Well, she was like, Dad, I knew you were recording. What do you take me for? It's the, it's the look who's talking to magic of dead silence babies. <laughs> <laughs> right. You shall make no sound. 
Except for Bruce Willis's voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, uh, like we said, email us with your suggestions for future franchises to sequelrights at gmail.com and reach out to us on social media. And also check out our baby pictures from last week. Uh, mm-hmm. See if you can guess who's who. Ah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably, not hard. It's probably really um, tough. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and you review us on Apple Podcasts. It's a new year. We're looking for new listeners. And the only people, only way people can really find us is through the algorithm. So five stars is the best thing you can do to help us support. That's right. And uh, yeah, there's still one more uh, Look Who's Talking sequel called Look Who's Talking Now. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, it's not like the very next year, but it's 1993. So, uh, we're still pretty, pretty quickly after this uh, last one. And I mean, yeah, I don't know who's going to be talking now. Actually, I do know cause I remember the poster, but no yeah. more George Bush jokes <laughs> yeah. for a couple more years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who's looking talk. Uh, I can't even talk anymore. We'll see. Who, we'll see <laughs> no, who's no. Finish talking. the thought. <laughs> I was like, we'll see who's looking talking now. <laughs> Gloriana, thank you so much for coming on as a guest. We're so happy to have you. Oh, yes. thank you. Hopefully, you had thank fun. You. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> I'm sorry if I didn't know uh, how to say some words in English. Oh no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I barely know most words. (laughs) I was going to say, sometimes Tyler can't find the words either. either. (laughs) (laughs) No, we all suffer that on mic. So it happens. It happens. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thanks for being here again this week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. God damn it. We'll see you guys next week for Look Who's Talking Now. He's tired. He's a new dad, people. (laughs) Now go fly a jet. <laughs> well, I bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my hands are shaking and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Well, please don't ask me what's on my mind. I'm a little mixed up, gonna feel fine. When I'm near the girl that I love best, my heart beats so it scares me to death when she touches my hand. Oh, what a chill I got. Her lips are like a volcano that's hot.